Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. Good afternoon. I'm Rebecca Corral. Here's what's happening. Today, climate activists are calling for an international day of action. One event being held is a rally in March in San Francisco organized by young people. That's where we find KCBS's Scott Letiri with this report. Scott? Yeah, Rebecca, here at Howard and First Street in front of the headquarters of investment giant BlackRock, which continues to invest in fossil fuels, some 300 vocal, mostly young people out here calling uh, what they call a climate strike against BlackRock and the inaction, they say, of leaders to deal with the climate crisis. 14-year-old Sarah from Marin County spoke passionately on a makeshift stage here. We will not be able to defeat this climate crisis if companies like BlackRock continue utilizing fossil fuels. This is not fair. This is unjust. And we need to protect the future generation. There will no, be no future if we don't take action now. We are already too late. And it is, in fact, so sad that I, as a 14-year-old, have to go out and strike every single Friday. I strike every Friday so that I can bring climate awareness and education to my community. Yeah, Sarah is with the group Youth versus Apocalypse. These young people, along with a sprinkling of adults, will soon start marching to Senator Dianne Feinstein's office at One Post Plaza to demand that lawmakers do more. In San Francisco, Scott Letiri, KCBS. All right, thanks very much, Scott. Uh, beloved coffee shop and restaurant in Sonoma County is closing its doors over a century, over after over a century in business. As KCBS's Matt Bigler reports from Hillsburg, customers are devastated by the loss, hastened by the recent wildfires. Walking into the Jimtown store outside Healdsburg is almost like stepping back in time. The general store and now gourmet coffee shop first opened in 1893, but the current owner has decided to call it quits, and longtime customers like Joni Hartley are devastated. I cried. It's sad. It's the valley. It's history. I work at Soda Rock. It burnt down. It's it's too much. Wildfires three years in a row and recent power outages are big factors, but store manager Julie Brown tells KCBS the lack of affordable housing here is huge. You know, what used to be um, the valley full of, of families and the children would all come work in the store afternoons after school, and now it's really challenging to find employees. The current owner still hopes to sell the store to someone with a commitment to the community. It will remain open through December 30th. At the Jimtown store near Healdsburg, Matt Bigler, KCBS. Well, they help battle our fires, and now we're helping to battle theirs. KCBS reporter Tim Ryan tells us American firefighters, many from California, just landed in Australia to help with a vicious fire season. You may have seen the news video, vast stretches of tinder-dry Australia ablaze. 
these 21 firefighters come from different federal agencies, including the National Park Service, Bureau of Land Management, Bureau of Indian Affairs, U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, and the U.S. Forest Service. And so they are going to assist Australia, primarily in the New South Wales, Queensland, and Victoria areas. Canada sending 21 as well. All of them left from SFO on Thursday. It's a fortuitous relationship, says spokeswoman Christine Schuldheitz with the U.S. Interagency Fire Center in Boise. It's winter up here and summer down there. 2018, they sent 71 uh, of their fire managers and specialists. These American firefighters could be gone for a couple of months, she says, right through the holidays, saving property and saving the lives of koala bears. Tim Ryan, KCBS. Officials in Santa Clara County are gearing up for the cold, blustery weather. KCBS's Jennifer Hodges says they are increasing the number of beds and hours shelters are open for the homeless. I don't believe that it's going to solve the problem. That woman says she's been homeless for five years now and always takes advantage of the cold weather shelters, but told KCBS it's hard when you're booted out at 6 a.m., but now that's changing. For those that normally would close during the daytime operating hours, we ask them to extend their hours or be open all day so the people aren't leaving in the morning to uh, face a day of, of rain and floods. Michelle Covert is the Housing and Homeless Concerns Coordinator with Santa Clara County. And we're really trying to remind people to even come in during the day and go to warming centers such as libraries and community centers to escape the elements during the day. Covert says they're also working to make the shelters and centers more flexible, allowing pets and for people to bring in their possessions which hasn't happened in the past. Jennifer Hodges, KCBS. According to Union Pacific Railroad and Amtrak officials, a Capital Corridor train hit and killed a man on the tracks last night in Port Costa. Officials say he was on the railroad tracks in Contra Costa County about 9 o'clock when the train hit him. Union Pacific spokesman confirmed that he died from his injuries. They didn't say if that happened at the scene or in the hospital. Officials say the train had 52 passengers on board, was headed to Sacramento. Nobody on the train was injured. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS Radio.